Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Metaphysical Life Mastery. Thank you for tuning in again. Welcome, welcome, welcome to all the subs. Thank you all for all your nice comments and compliments. And I hope you all are doing very well. I just wanted to come on today to give some notes about Miss... I keep saying Miss, y'all. <laughs> Alexis K. Tyler's latest read, Nipsey Hussle, Dave Gross Part 2, Underground Railroad. I wrote her an extensive comment on her page about what she was saying in the read now i didn't hit on everything because i didn't want to spam her page and make it super 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 long so some of the things that she said in the reading tied up with what i've seen especially with biggie coming in with nipsey hustle there was a nipsey hustle reading that i did where biggie's energy channeled through a song damn why they want to stick me for my paper damn why they want to stick me for my paper that song kept channeling through in one of the Nipsey Hustle reads. So when she said that Biggie came in and Nipsey and him was, you know, vibing and having a good time, uh, that resonated strongly with me. And I'm going to just tell you like this. I know that a lot of people don't like Alexis, but there ain't nothing she's ever said that my spirit disagreed with. So I don't know. She may be some kind of soul family to me. We may be from the same star system or from the same... Uh, planetary group however you would like to call it we may have the same ancestry I'm not sure but I've been listening to her since she first started vagina power and her mother-daughter drama series well before she ever started doing celebrity reads and even nothing she said back then sounded off or uh, disagreeable to my spirit so um, her reading was quite long as it always is about an hour and 52 minutes and i like that she goes live on facebook and puts it on her youtube channel i just don't do those kinds of reads on facebook because i have people in my family on my facebook page and uh, i don't want them sitting and listening in because sometimes i be talking about they motherfucking ass okay so <laughs> some fuck shit that they done did all right and i also don't want them knowing the full extent of my spiritual esoteric occult knowledge because there are people in my family who are very 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 religious who don't agree with nothing that the bible don't if the bible don't say it they ain't fucking with it you know what i'm saying so they they don't have any concept of spirits talking ancestors talking uh animals speaking animals communicating nature communicating animism and so on and you know i just thought to myself because I got up early this morning at about 7.30 a.m. Eastern European time, which is St. Petersburg, Russia time zone or Helsinki, Finland time zone. So I got up early. The sun doesn't even come up here till like 9 a.m. Got up early. I saw that Alexis had posted her read last night, but I didn't get a chance to watch it before bed. And I also saw that Elder Divine Prince Tai Inneka had also been live, but I didn't get a chance to watch him because I was preparing dinner. So I got to go and check out his channel. And if you're not aware of who he is, then I will put you uh, a link in the description box. And he is um, very, very wise. And I very much enjoy watching him. And I'm so glad that um, the Holy Spirit led me to him because I was able to connect with beautiful subscriber Ra Singer that way. And I think we might even be some soul family. He says that I'm very, very similar to his cousin who has passed on from the corporeal plane, not dead, but just on the other side, you know, 
I don't believe that people die. I never believed that even as a child when people would tell me that uh, a relative died, I never fully believed that they were dead, even if I could see their body. Just something in me never fully agreed. Maybe it's because I'm reincarnated from several lives, which I have to talk about my reincarnations another time. And I know that some people will not believe in reincarnation, but like people keep saying, the one of the main laws of physics is that energy is neither created nor destroyed. What What is here is here. As you could think of it as all the energy that has ever existed is already in the in the atmosphere or in the cosmos so you can't create more and you can't destroy it you can only manipulate it or transmute it so all the souls that have ever been created are already here they're already out there they don't die they just go into another form so i know it's hard for people who are really really deep in christianity to believe in islam i believe in reincarnation but I'm not trying to sway anybody. I'm just telling you that I didn't believe in it for a long time until my mid-20s either. You know, until I prayed one day and I said, I need to know if this is real. And I prayed to the Most High and I said, if this is real, if this reincarnation topic is real, can you show me who I was, where I was before this? Can you show me some? Because I had a feeling I wasn't going to be shown all at once. But I was eventually shown, like within another week or two, had a visitation from an angel who is actually responsible for past lives and for giving you information on your past lives. Come and visit me. And that angel is Archangel Raziel, R-A-Z-I-E-L, Archangel Raziel, <clears throat> pardon me, is responsible for teaching you about your past lives and showing you those. Okay, but I pray to the Most High and that Archangel appeared. I had never com communicated with Archangel Raziel before personally, but I knew that that was the Archangel from just studying angels, that he was responsible for that. So that when he spoke, I recognized his voice. It's very strange that you can never hear a voice before and then you know, you can pinpoint who it is. So I must have had some kind of soul communication or spiritual connection to that Archangel some other time and maybe just had a mental block or a, um, a subconscious block and didn't remember but when he spoke I that was not a, an angelic voice that I had heard before that I could remember in my 36 years in this body or in this life but when he spoke I knew it wasn't another archangel and I, I knew it was him it's just really strange how that happens but when I was eating breakfast after I got up this morning I was listening to Alexis's read and having my usual tea and stuff and and uh, meat and vegetables and how I do my little light breakfast in the morning. A little bit of fresh uh, veggies and a little bit of lean meat and some carbohydrate um, added on the side. I have to eat a lot of protein personally, but when I came back in the room, I was like, okay, when I got towards the end of Alexis's read, I was like, okay, I'm going to go on my podcast and do notes because what she's saying here, I've already picked up on, I've already talked about, and she's confirming what I've already said. So let me go and do my notes on my podcast because if my comment happens to disappear on her channel, 
then I want to have it on my channel, on my podcast, and I also want to have my notes recorded, <clears throat> excuse me, for myself. Um, now, when I came in the room and shut the door, I was like, I could hear the Holy Spirit say, yeah, go ahead and do the podcast, go ahead and tell your notes. That way other people who haven't had a chance to watch her or haven't made these connections will hear it. And the confirmation was that as soon as I shut the door and turned to my desk where I do my reads and I type on my computer, I saw a magpie. The magpie came and landed on the tree outside of my veranda and it looked right at me. And I've already told you about the magpie and the crow. And then a second magpie, if that one flew, turned after it saw that I saw it and locked eyes with it. It turned and flew off, but then another one flew and landed right underneath that spot in the snow. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm getting congested, y'all. I'm sorry. That happens sometimes when I'm talking about spiritual stuff. So I was like, yeah, that's my confirmation to go ahead and say this now. Now, the magpie is a good luck symbol. It indicates joy, love, and lasting fortune, but it can also signify trickery and deception. It can represent a good and a bad omen or duality or opposites because it's mainly black and white, but it has some like blue, black feathers. Okay, so I told you that the magpie is the cousin of the raven and the crow, and we know that the raven and the crow is associated with the magician, the warlock, the sorceress, and so on. They have a lot of... um symbolism that ties directly with the raven and the crow they're all in the same family and then um but a dead magpie has a different symbolism than a one that is alive okay so whenever they've been landing outside of my window it's always when i'm talking about spiritual stuff they don't they may land at other times when i'm not paying attention because i close my curtains to these big windows like around 2 30 3 o'clock because the sun sets at like 2 45 here so I close my curtains at that time, but, and I, so they may be flying around out, you know, outside my window, but usually they always make sure I see them, whether I'm in the kitchen or in this room, they land on the tree, they land close and they always look right at me. It's really strange, but I don't really consider it strange. It would be strange to others. I don't really consider it strange because it is, um, it's been happening to me for a long time with different animals. So here are my notes about Miss Alexis, excuse me, Alexis's read. So I said, um, this is my whole comment and then I'll go deeper into what I commented. So my comment says, good day to you, lovely queen Alexis. Happy belated birthday slash solar return because her birthday was November 27th. I love you and hope you feel better and or slash feel strengthened soon. You are simply the best. <laughs> and I said, I definitely have experience with them hot niggas <laughs> from California in my late teen years. And there was also a hot nigga that tried to talk to me a couple years ago that was in California. This is old Crip nigga, right? Shout out to the Crip. Shout out to the Bloods too, you know. I'm not a gang member or anything. But I used to date a Bounty Hunter Bloods member out of Watts back when I was 17. That was a smooth dude. That was a smooth dude. But unfortunately, he took the rap for a crime that he did not commit. And he ended up in jail. And he called me a couple of times 
on my parents' landline because, you know, back then we had landlines. That was 2001, child. He called me a couple times on my parents' landline from prison. And he told me that that's how he ended up in there or whatever. I hope he's doing well. I have not seen him since. I have not been able to find him. I hope that he's doing well. And um, he was a real cool dude. And then I met several uh, Crips from around the area because that particular man or young man who was, well, he was already graduated high school. He was 19. I was 17. But I was about to be 18 a couple months later, so it was good. But um, he used to come and visit me in the Crips neighborhood where my aunt lived. Because I, I went out there to L.A. to visit my aunt and my first cousin, my aunt's daughter. who She's much older than me. She's like 10 years older than me. But I went out there to visit her for three months. My aunt lived and has always lived in South Central L.A. Okay, She lived walking distance from Gage Avenue, G-A-G-E. Y'all who are familiar with L.A. know about Gage Avenue. Okay. So, my man friend from Watts drove over there to the Crip Territory and visited with me. And they saw him in his red Acura and they knew he was blood. And they questioned me about why he was there. One in particular questioned me about why he was there. And I said, you know, I'm not from here. I'm from the South. I'm just visiting my aunt. We became friends online and started talking on the phone. And he just came over to say what's up and chill out for a minute. And he and he was like, okay, well, you know, I had to ask you because I want to make sure that there was no funny business going on. And he was like, and I noticed you, you wear a lot of red. And I was like, I wear red because it's my favorite color, but I'm not a crip. I said, I wear blue sometimes too. I mean, I'm not a blood. I wear blue sometimes too, but he was like, okay, well, I just want to make sure um, it wasn't no funny business. He was like, are you Belizean? Because the way you dress and that jewelry you wear reminds me of a Belizean woman. And I said, no, I'm not Belizean. I'm just black American, probably Native American ancestry, but I'm just black American, black American just visiting. So I didn't ever see Vassar no more because he went by Vassar, V-A-S-S-A-R. I ain't never see Vassar no more, and my man friend came to visit me a couple more times, but then by that time, it was time for me to leave, not long after that, and then my aunt had put a stop to that, her hating motherfucking ass. See, she wasn't getting her her walls hit right, so she was hating on the fact that I had a nice, smooth-looking young man, smooth chocolate young man coming to see me. Okay. And plus, she, I know she was also trying to protect me because of the environment, but at the same time, it's just like, you can tell when an old bitch, an old bitty is hating. You can tell when she's not trying to protect you, she's hating. You can tell the difference in the energy if you read energy between somebody who's trying to watch out for you and somebody who's jealous. Okay. Well, it was the latter. Okay. Um, now... Vassar had said, well, you know, I also wanted to tell you, you know, tell your friend, don't just be roaming around over here. And he had brought his friends a couple times. He ain't going to come to Crip territory by himself. I mean, he came by himself a couple times, but he did bring some of his homies a few times. And we all, you know, was like sitting around chilling. Um, We would meet up at the library on the corner and just chill out or whatever. But because they had like a little nice sitting area in the library. Or we would just chill, walk, walk, uh, 
ride down to the corner store or something. Of course, I ain't let my aunt know all of this. I'd be telling her ass I was going to the library, and I was at the library, but if we left and went down the street, I went down the street like I wasn't afraid of him. So I had met him, the man friend, the blood, um, at a museum that, that we went to. My aunt took us to a museum off of Figueroa, and it was near USC. I had also went to a tour of USC because... I considered going there, but it, the tuition was too expensive, and I know I knew that my uh, fucking agent saboteur parents was not going to pay for my tuition and was not going to help me get to USC, even though I wanted to study nuclear medicine and was smart enough to study nuclear medicine. I knew the, that they, the motherfuckers was going to help me, so I gave up on USC, but I was glad to see the campus anyway. So met, met C., the blood at the museum you know we struck up conversation we exchanged numbers and um we were able to chat a little bit online on myspace and then we would talk on the phone every day my aunt wasn't having that shit <laughs> like i said she's a jealous ass bitch right she thought she was the only woman in the family entitled to have a good looking daughter she thought that her daughter was the only good looking daughter in the family <laughs> fuck you <laughs> Anyway, um, there was always like a secret competition between her and my mama, even though my aunt is technically a Taurus, April 27th. The hating aunt was technically a Taurus, April 27th, and my aunt is an Aries, April 17th. There was always some kind of secret headbutting going on between the ram and the bull. So, you know, I don't know what the fuck happened between their childhood, but they was always seen to be in competition with each other. Secret competition, like they kept it real hush-hush. And then the aunt was the oldest, of course, and my aunt and my and my mother was the baby out of the children. So, you know, there's that that aspect of the oldest being uh, resentful of the baby because the baby is spoiled, rotten and so on and so forth. But see, um, me and C had a real good relationship, man. He was a Taurus, too. Baby, baby, baby. Let me tell you about them Taurus men. When it comes to Scorpio women, child, you talking about passion. I ain't going to get too R-rated with it passion okay chemistry <laughs> i have had several tourist men date me and was engaged to one of them they are drawn to scorpio women a lot of them are drawn to scorpio women all right we'll just leave it like that all right they're very possessive of, of scorpio women they're probably possessive of all the women that they're with but i noticed a difference i noticed that they were not as possessive of certain women that they were with. But when it came to a woman like me or certain maybe other water sign women, like a cancer, they're very possessive. Now, a possessive partner or lover can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. It just depends on how balanced and moderated, moderated it is. So me and C had a good relationship, and I hate that we lost touch all those years ago, but... So my point is, I, I've been to Slauson, I've been to Crenshaw, I've been to Baldwin Hills Mall, I've been to MLK Boulevard. More than likely, I remember passing the Slauson swap meet, so it's highly likely that years ago I passed where the Marathon store is. I have to look on a map. I have not even had a chance to do that. It's been so much communication coming because I told my subs in earlier videos or podcast episodes that when I got here, 
I felt like my readings would be off the chain because I could tell there was a demonic interference blocking my sight where I used to live in South Carolina. So it's been so much communication coming that I haven't even had time to look into everything that I want to look into. So I continued on in my comment with Miss Alexis. I'm going to say Miss because I know she doesn't like to be called Miss, but it keeps coming out of my mouth for a reason. So I'm going to just say it miss alexis out of respect or i'm gonna say queen alexis um i said in the comment i definitely have experience with them hot niggas from california in my late teen years mm -hmm. yes ma'am and also like i said the one that tried to talk to me from california a couple of years ago he was belizean and black child that was a fine man that was a fine fine man Ooh, child but he was his damn pimp i could <laughs> i don't think he was a literal pimp but I, he had pimp energy and I, I can't fuck with that because see you're not gonna triangulate me or put me in a four five six seven party situation i am not about that shit i'd rather you just go do you bruh or do go do you i'll be by myself i can't be mixed up with hating ass bitches and disease and and risk all of that nah i'm good you go do your thing player but I'm over here by myself, solo dolo. And so he was on that kind of energy talking about you can't talk to nobody, but I'm going to have my, don't be questioning me or who I'm talking to. I'm like, what the fuck is, excuse me? But he was clearly a crip, clearly, 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 clearly on some OG shit. Like I said, shout out to the OG, shout out to the cribs. I don't know what set he was from. I can't even remember. Because as soon as I recognize this pimp energy and he talking about you need to come move to California, I'm like, and waste my money on what y'all pay for water? $200 a month for water bill? I don't think so. I said before, I said, I'm not crazy. I'm not uprooting for my life in South Carolina to move out there with somebody I don't know and that I'm not married to. No, I'm good. <laughs> nah, it's too much shit in California. I said, I don't never want to live in California. Now, when I was a teenager, no offense to the people that live there, but when I was a teenager, yeah, I wanted to live there. But that was just the starstruck nature and the mm, glamour and the, you know, bigger city life from from South Carolina that pulled me in. But by the time my three-month visit to California ended, I was like, nah, I don't want to live here. I'm good. So the, the thrill wore off and I saw it for what it really was, crime infested. You know what I mean? And Vassar, the crip that asked me about my man friend had asked me and said you know well i just wanted to make sure everything was good because two bloods just got killed right over there in that lot like a week ago and i was like where he was like yeah he's like right over there on gage avenue he could point it out it was that close to like two bloods just got killed over there because they wasn't supposed to be over there so just you know tell your friend to be watching out how he be coming around here you know but um Continuing on, that my comment says, you're surely right about, you show right about that church organ hitting the chakras and charging up kundalini, lol. I grew up in them South Carolina Baptist and Pentecostal churches from like age two, probably from an infant. Child, they will shout and dance and sing and be laying on that bass and that organ all day long. <laughs> And I said, keep up the great work, Alexis. P.S. About the underground tunneling. 
and I said this is a copied and pasted comment that I left further down in the comments I want to make sure she saw this and I told her I said Elon Musk is tunneling around underground tunneling underground in LA he started a few years ago with that bullet train railway stuff he said that they ran into barriers and had to re-strategize and she talked about them running into uh barriers and somebody in the comments also said that and i said so that elon musk is the space connection to nipsey where you mentioned columbia spaceship and challenger spaceship because elon musk is responsible for the spacex program and tesla cars as in nikola tesla which ties into the electricity that she talked about electricity being shut off and nikola tesla she mentioned also in prior reads for nipsey so i told her i said keep a close eye on what elon musk is doing in la he ain't just trying to do no railway a bullet train it's about minerals and more and i said you know you mentioned alex you mentioned mineral rights i haven't looked at the schematics to see where elon is tunneling but i feel certainly that it could be related to nipsey also biggie's song came up in a reading i did for nipsey related to a suspicious person that was around Nipsey, which was allegedly Karen Civil, and his song, Damn, Why They Wanna Why They Trying to Stick Me for My Paper. It that channeled through, so it makes perfect sense that Biggie is coming through in her read here. Now she talked about macaque monkeys. That's very interesting because I personally have found macaque monkeys to be quite the character on documentaries that I've seen, nature documentaries and travel documentaries. And they are all over Indian city streets. Uh, I think it's Mumbai where they have a huge population of them roaming the streets. And they like to roam the streets because the people feed them and honor them as a reincarnation of, what is that? In the Hindu monkey god. Now see, Alexis had mentioned monkeys before. Hanuman. They honor the macaques as a reincarnation of Hanuman which is a central character in the Hindu epic Ramayana. He is usually depicted as a man with the face of a monkey and a long tail. So that's why the Indian people honor them. The Sri Lankan people honor them. The Madagascan people uh, honor them as deities and they treat them well. And in Alexis's read, she talked about how in Liberia, they wear human clothes they're like people you know they're intermixed in society with people as they are in india so i alexis said that there's a that the monkey told her about an island where they're doing experiments on the monkeys but i also feel they're doing experiments on humans and i asked could this island that the monkey told you about be madagascar because Madagascar is isolated. They have a huge macaque population. And I have discerned spiritually and heard literally in the news and on deep diver, deep diver, deep cover websites and news outlets that they are experimenting on the humans there, the Madagascar people, the Sri Lankan people who live in Madagascar, the African people who live in Madagascar, and on the monkeys because it's such a unique ecosystem of plants and animals that are found nowhere in the else in the world so they are doing i feel like there's some kind of secret experimentation going on so maybe that's the island that the monkey was referring to that alexis did not name 
Now the monkeys, the macaque monkeys do live with humans in Madagascar as well. I personally believe, my comment continues, I personally believe all animals can talk if they choose. We talked, we just talked about a talking black cat on my channel in the comments the other day and one person said that a cat was listening to them gossip and said, I know. <laughs> um, and I said, most high bliss, Aramis, P-S-S, a postscript. The telephone pole bug or the uh, light pole bug is an old school kind of NSA, CIA, National Security Agency or Central Intelligence Agency spying tool. Personally, telephone poles and street lights um, are commonly used. They often catch dope dealers with them. The dope dealers be standing on the corner talking business and they don't even know that the pole is listening. They wonder how the fuck they got caught. They wonder who snitched. Ain't nobody snitch on your ass. You shouldn't have been talking business in public. That's all the fuck that was. So I want to say that they probably started maybe with the spying of the telephone poles. I, I want to say if I remember my history of NSA, CIA, maybe in the 80s but it could have been slightly earlier than that could have been mid 70s i don't know the exact date so it's also interesting that alexis mentioned the headless horseman slash ichabod crane because i just mentioned sleepy hollow which sleepy hollow was based in new york a few days ago on my podcast now there's a mixing of bloodlines when it comes to talking about the headless horseman, Ichabod Crane, Sleepy Hollow, and the Hessians. The Hessians being a German mercenary group that were used in the first in the Revolutionary War. I was about to say First World War. I don't know if the Hessians were in the First World War, but they were definitely in the Revolutionary War, and the Hessians were German mercenaries, y'all. They were killers. And they, they practice a special type, not all of them, but a lot of them practice a special type of very, very dark, sinister, satanic magic, okay? Philadelphia was mentioned in Alexis's read. Philadelphia is tied to Ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin, a.k.a. Hellfire Club, Hellfire Club. And that's why Nipsey showed her about the girls, because the Hellfire Club, the missing girls, the sacrifices, the girls who are locked in concrete bunkers and cages. The Hellfire Club was always sacrificial and was always using women for their sexual energy and for rituals. I saw Alexis Crawford in a cage with concrete floors on my Alexis Reed, just like the one Alexis described, Alexis Tyler described. Now, y'all, if y'all heard that Alexis... Crawford Reed I said that I saw her in a cage but I didn't that it could have been a, a spiritual cage or was it a literal cage all right I wonder if Alexis Crawford was murdered or put down in one of them cages in them underground cities or bunkers that Alexis Tyler mentioned I wonder if that's how they really killed her and harvested her organs and then planted her body and said that Jordan Jones and, and Baron Brantley allegedly killed her. I wonder if her organs are missing and they just stuffed the body for the funeral. That's what I wonder. 
because it's a reason why I saw her in a cage and that was weeks ago. So you'll have to refer back to my Alexis Crawford reads on my channel. Finally, I realized why she showed me that. So like I said, I wonder if they executed her on the ground and created a whole case after planting her body. Now, I talked about organ harvesting too in Alexis, Alexis Crawford's case. I said in my read that black folks were helping out with that. Black folks also helped in the Kanika Jenkins case. Once again, this is about human trafficking, sex trafficking, prostitution, and organ harvesting. Black market shit, underground shit. Okay. It sounds in Alexis talks, Alexis Crawford, excuse me, Alexis Tyler, eh, it was talking about she saw this Chinese man underground and he had on a pointed hat kind of like what the Pope wears and a very regal canary yellow pure silk robe and that he had a curled mustache she said that she when she had a vision it was a lot of popping going on and smoke and shooting but she said they weren't really real bullets and I said well could it be that they were flashbangs with all that smoke popping because the police and spec ops groups and agents love to use flashbangs because they disorient the person and they make your ears ring and your headache and she said her head was aching so i told her i said thank you for the confirmation i believe everything you say the hat you said the old chinese man had on is from old chinese history i've seen the robe and the hat like that before in documentaries and asian movies but i don't know exactly what it is called but I said, remember, the Chinese dug those railroad tunnels and blasted tunnels through the California Cascade Mountains as well as the Rocky Mountains. Millions of Chinese people helped with the Pacific Railroad and the other competing rival railroad companies. Millions. And a lot of them died doing that too. But using dynamite, a lot of them died blasting tunnels. A lot of them. That is depicted in the late the latter seasons of Hell on Hell on Wheels. If you watch Netflix, Hell on Wheels used to be on AMC. All right. It had five seasons. Hell on Wheels was then put on Netflix, and it had Anson Mount as the main character, and then Anson Mount became a worker for the railroad big dog the owner of the railroad made him be the overseer and he ended up falling in love with an asian woman and it depicts how they created these whole little towns and villages for all these chinese people that were coming over to work on these railroads and blast tunnels through rock and the railroad owner used anson mount to be their whip and to show them and to encourage them to do it right but also to lower the death rate because they they really didn't understand english well so when he would show them how to handle the dynamite some of them would fuck up and they would end up blowing 10 or 12 of them a dozen chinese people would get blown up you know if somebody dropped a dynamite stick or if they stuffed it too hard into the hole you know they drew they would drill a hole back then into into solid rock stuff the dynamite in there you had to stuff it very carefully light the fuse and then blast the rock okay so that's depicted on the last couple on the last two seasons of that show if you want to go and look at that history but that's real american history millions of chinese people came and helped with these railroads so that's why she keeps getting the asian influence also now there's a volcano that she mentioned on the last read 
and she's mentioning it again in this one that volcano i said on one of my recent episodes is in the cascades mountain range the cascades mountain range okay i do not know which volcano it is because there are at least 18 active volcanoes in the cascades mountain range now i'm gonna tell you what the names of them are mount baker these these are in washington so beginning in the cascades mountain range starting in washington state mount baker glacier peak mount rainier or rainier r-a-i-n-i-e-r rainier i've heard a lot about mount rainier mount adams and mount st helens and of course mount st helens was the one that blew in the 80s child and the one that they made that movie dante's peak about okay it was kind of like a uh look-alike story of the mount st helens eruption okay now if you want to see footage and documentaries or history on the mount st helens eruption in the 80s then you can look for that just one second i'm sorry if i sound out of breath um that happens sometimes when i am channeling 1980 may 18 1980 mount st helens became the largest and most destructive volcanic eruption in u.s history by the end of its cycle of fire and fury 57 people had died so may 18 1980 mount st helens erupted i don't know why i thought it was 85 so that's washington state like i said mount baker glacier peak mount rainier mount adams and mount st helens in washington state that's five starting in oregon state mount hood mount jefferson three sisters newberry and crater lake i've heard a lot about crater lake all of those are in oregon so those five are in oregon now when we come down into hold on into california we have medicine lake mount shasta s-h-a-s-t-a and lawson peak okay now that is Hold on, let me make sure that I'm not missing any because I heard 18. So yeah, that's 18, is it? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. That's only 13. There's some more that I'm missing. Hold on. The United States is one of Earth's most volcanically active countries. A lot of people don't know that. Okay, Mount Ada is, wait, wait, wait. Um, I don't know why these maps won't give me all 18. They're trying to hide some shit because there's 18 of them. The fuck y'all trying to hide this shit for? I said 18, it should be 18, but they hiding some of these. Hold on. Mount Garibaldi is up in British Columbia. Above the Canadian border. Crater Lake is also known as Mount Mazama, M-A-Z-A-M-A. Could it be Crater Lake in Oregon that is the volcano? Because remember, these state lines were created by the government. All of that was California under the control of the Caliphians at one point. Now, if you don't know the Caliphians, K-H-A-L-I-F-I-A-N-S, the Caliphians are who California is named after. They were a tribe of indigenous black people. Okay, Queen Caliphy. Queen Caliphia. C A L 
I-F-I-A or K-H-A-L-I-F-I-A, whichever. Uh, Medicine Lake is a volcano also. Now, she, I, I don't know which one to, to narrow down. I'm going to have to study this and ask the Holy Spirit which one it is. But my eye is on Crater Lake Mount Mazama because it's right not far from the California border. And that Mazama, Mazama, Japanese, because going on in my comment, I say, if you look, if I look at a map, the spirits will hopefully point out which one of these volcanoes it is. But I told Alexis, don't you dare let anybody tell you that you're not on to the right stuff and that you don't know what you're talking about, because I can independently confirm what you're saying. That I know from my own knowledge base, from my own studies over the years before I ever touched a tarot card or did a reading. Now. I can independently confirm what she's saying is real. Now, she talked about a new drug coming on the market. Now, right now, there's a liquid and a powder drug that they're using to get these girls, okay? She said black people are involved with kidnapping these girls and being Uber drivers. And they, they, they get these girls, they pick them up, and they take them off somewhere, and they trap them, okay? And they hand them off to these elites who use them for sacrifices and prostitution and their sexual and fear energies. She said that they chase them down and run them down to get them real scared and then they kill them because the energy is high and it feeds those demonic spirits that they want to do them favors. Fear is very, very powerful. Fear is why a lot of our people, black people, do not go anywhere because they are afraid. They're afraid, oh, they ain't going to like me. Oh, I ain't going to, um, they don't cook the kind of food we cook. Oh, they don't wear the kind of clothes we wear. Fear. Fear is very powerful. Fear is almost as powerful as love. That's why the Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, which is the conqueror of fear and of power and of a sound mind, because fear will negate all of that. Fear will take away the love. Fear will take away the power and fear will take away soundness of mind and peace of spirit. But. When she talks about this liquid in the powder and tandem with these girls and human trafficking and organ harvesting and being able to knock them out and overtake them, I told her that GHB or the gamma hydroxybutyrate, a.k.a. the date rape drug and the party drug, is the injectable or powder form that they are using in gangs, raves, and parties. Now, Vice News, very interestingly, has come out with a documentary yesterday that said that GHB is getting off the motherfucking chain when it comes to these parties. So I'm going to put that link in the description box so y'all can see what the fuck they be talking about. Now, a lot of these girls are getting snatched at parties and clubs too, or getting lured that way. So it's not just Uber drivers and Lyft drivers and taxi drivers involved. It's people in their own neighborhood and it's people at their local juke joints, clubs and parties, block parties. Now, when it comes to this new drug she's talking about, that's going to come out and people are just going to start using it and it's going to start destroying their internal organs and they're just going to start falling out dead. I don't know what the name of that is yet, but if I get a channel message on what that name is of that drug, then I will come and talk about it. Now, Kanika was drugged with the GHB, uh, but this uh, they could also be using uh, Suboxone. Now, this new drug that's coming out could be a combination of something like Suboxone because Alexis mentioned that it's like an opioid. It has opiate effects. Well, GHB 
rohypnol and ketamine also have opiate type effects but there's a lot of them that have opiate effects it's you know so this new drug could be a mixture it's uh, gonna be synthetic though it's not gonna be anything natural now Kanika like I said I feel was drugged with it the GHB she could have also had some subs in her system suboxone uh, aka e-force um, or e4 the letter four I mean uh, number four but I also believe Alexis Crawford was he was got the same way and I believe and of course both of them were raped and I believe their origins were stolen before their funerals like I told y'all don't never trust check, excuse me trust these funeral homes well a commenter came and talked about some funeral home that got in trouble for some black market shit that was right near that hotel all right so y'all have to look for that comment because it's in there it's in one of the last couple episodes or videos that I did about Alexis Crawford it might be under the one about Kanika Jenkins actually I think it's under the Kanika Jenkins one yeah I think it might be under Kanika Jenkins last podcast episode with more where it says more notes on Kanika Rick James and Strigoi versus Lycan versus hybrid that may be where the comment is she the person talked about a funeral home that got in trouble allegedly for doing black market shit and it was located right near the crown plaza hotel see i told y'all before i ever did that kanika jenkins read don't never trust them as i said that in the alexis crawford read now alexis tyler also talked about the yakuza 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 are japanese international japanese crime syndicate and the chi the triads are chinese the chinese triads and the japanese yakuza do work together okay the marvel shows as in marvel comics as in stan lee as in disney now taking over marvel has shows that show the yakuza and the triads working together in major cities okay they show them now one of the one of the shows where it shows them working together for a common goal even though one is japanese and one is chinese is in marvel's the iron fist marvel's the iron fist okay it shows them doing underground tunneling smuggling goods and other very dirty activities and because marvel is showing it that is how you know it's true the Chinese triads have a red dragon as their symbol and the Yakuza and triads usually do black and white. Now that's that Masonic colors again that the triads use usually red and white um, a white background with a circle and a red dragon in the middle. And then the Yakuza usually use a white background with a black symbolism. But I have seen some of their symbols have a black background and white symbolism. Okay, they've got a lot of symbols out there, depending on which uh, branch, so to speak, which set, so to speak, they're um, representing. Each one has a leader. Each one has an OG, an OG as you would call it. Now, all of the gangs, Bloods, Crips, Latin Kings, MS-13, you name it. Every last one of the gangs, it doesn't matter whether it's Ukrainian Croatian, Albanian, Chinese, Japanese, Irish, Scottish, American, Mexican, every last one of them 
is under a hierarchy of Freemasonry. Every last one of them involves high-level Satanism and black magic and self and sacrifice, human sacrifice, okay? They don't get this power by being smart and crafty. This is a spiritual power that they have. Every gang that you've ever heard of is under Freemasonry, just like every sorority and every fraternity that you've ever heard of. If it is incorporated, it is under Freemasonry. Alpha Kappa Alpha, Sigma Gamma Rho, Delta Sigma Theta, Zeta Phi Beta, you name it. It's all under Freemasonry. It's all under there. The Yakuza, the Triads, all under Freemasonry. Now, this is something I'm going to have to break down on another time because I can literally give you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of names and then show you the symbolism of how it's connected to the same order of the Illuminati, a.k.a. Freemasonry. All of it's under there. So that's why they can they do work together at times because they all have a common goal. Now, all this um, now, sometimes, you know, heads don't agree. Sometimes there's infighting. It's just like any family, any any um, mafia, La Cosa Nostra. You know, they had a war within their own fucking ranks. That shit happens just like in a family. You have disagreements and, and, and fights, but they all work towards certain goals. Now, sometimes those goals don't agree. But that outward appearance that, oh, the Bloods don't like the Crips. The Bloods and the Crips work together on a lot of shit. They're just not going to always show you that. Isn't Nips, wasn't Nipsey Crip and Rick Ross was Blood? And wasn't Rick Ross going to sign him? All right, then. There you go. But see, the reason why Rick Ross did not sign him, allegedly, but I mean what the fuck I'm saying, the reason why Rick Ross, the big homie Rick Ross, did not sign him is because he was told not to sign him by somebody more powerful than him. They wanted control and sole focus on Nipsey out in L.A. They didn't want him going back and forth to Miami and Atlanta for, for, for Rosé's business and dealings. They didn't want that shit. They wanted him in a certain place. To be able to do what the fuck they did. And I'm going to leave that like that. Till I have another chance to come and talk about that. Now Alexis talked about. I said that the Chinese triads have a red dragon as their symbol. The Yakuza and the Chinese triads do work together for common goals. Their main pool is however Chinese. The main control is on the Chinese side. Like Bruce Lee told Alexis. Okay. They do control the docks, they do control the fish markets, and they do control butcheries and raw food, raw foods, just like she said. I'm not going to tell you how I know that. Just know that she fucking telling the truth, and what she heard is right. She talked about how Nipsey said he felt like he was being followed and that something was on him. And she said in the video that he started checking his clothes and wondering was it his keychain or was it his clothes. Well, I'm telling y'all, and I left this comment, well, in Enemy of the State, which was the older movie in the 90s with Will Smith, the gag is that that was set in Washington, D.C., and she already mentioned Washington, D.C. in the reading. Ben Franklin and the Hellfire Club is also tied to Washington, D.C., as is 
the headless horseman and Ichabod Crane, but that's another story for another day. That's another decode for another day. Now, in that movie, Enemy of the State, if you want, you can go back and watch it. In Enemy of the State, because we all know Aramis was Enemy of the State, because there's California politicians and higher-ups that were over the state, and he was their number one target. That's why they got the Chinese to tell on him. And to tie up, tie up shit when it comes to deeds and ownership. In the movie, they had bugs in Will Smith's shoes. He had to take the heel off of the shoe or take the insole out, I think. One of the two, either he popped the heel off of his dress shoe or he took the insole out and found a bug in that. He also checked his watch and I think he checked his cufflinks and the lamps in the room, in the house. Because he knew he was bugged and he didn't know how they was following him, right? So pay attention to that movie if you get a chance to watch it. I highly recommend you watch that and then you think about in the case of Aramis. But just it's just not the same exact plot because that would be too obvious, right? Because the plot in Enemy of the State was that he saw a politician kill somebody. And he had video of it. And they wanted to kill him because of it. So there was an older tech guy. I'm going to tell you the actor's name. So an enemy of the state that came out in 1998, I was about to say 1997, but I didn't want to be wrong. It probably got finished filming in 1997. So an enemy of the state, they, hold on. Yeah, it came out November 20th, 1998. So the cast is Will Smith, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman is one of my favorite actors. And Regina King, Lisa Bonet, John Voight. I also love John Voight. Angelina Jolie's, Jolie's dad is John Voight, if you didn't know. Jake Busey, who is related to Gary Busey. Barry Peps, Jason Lee, and some other people. Gabriel Byrne was an NSA agent in that movie. It was a bunch of, it was like a pretty, pretty dope cast. Pretty dope cast. But, um, Gabriel Byrne always plays a fucking villain, villain character, Byrne. B-Y-R-N-E. It makes me wonder if he's related to Rose Byrne, R-O-S-E, B-Y-R-N-E, because a lot of these Hollywood people are related. They children get in the industry or a lot of them are related because they're cousins or whatever like Dion Warwick and Whitney for example and so on and so forth but I wonder if his daughter or he's related to Rose Byrne because both of them I noticed star in very dark movies like Gabriel Burns played Lucifer in End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger he played Satan he also played a dark person in some other movies and Rose Byrne also plays a dark uh in dark movies she played in this show that used to come on with glenn close called damages it, you may not remember that show called damages and it was a very dark show very dark if you think glenn close was uh on off the chain in the devil wears prada hmm, you need to see damages and you need to watch you one episode of damages 
Now, I think Damages might be on Netflix. I don't know. Came out in 2007. There's that 2007 again connection to Nipsey. But um, that's why it came up in my spirit. But if you thought she was off the chain in The Devil Wears Prada, then you need you should have seen her in Damages. She was she was a beast. She also played Cruella DeVille, of course, in 101 Dalmatians. So watch the kind of movies these people be playing in. That's all I'm going to say. Watch what. So in Enemy of the State, going back to that, Gene Hackman played an older tech guy who was working in a so-called underground smart store in a smart store. And he actually helped Will out in the movie because the scandal went all the way up to the to the White House, but they kept it. They acted like in the movie that the president didn't fucking know about it. But, you know, the NSA and the CIA be doing a lot of shit that the president don't fucking know about. Now, as far as the, the baby mama, the Joker, I had been said that the baby mama was guilty on my reads and there was a lot of haters who didn't want to believe that shit. She is wicked. Her mask fell off a long time ago and he saw who she was. He said that she wanted to control him. Alexis has now confirmed the same shit verbatim. I don't know Alexis. I ain't never talked to her except for one time on the phone. And that was because she asked me. I just told her. Um, she told me I could call her. This was years ago. This was like last year sometime actually. I wrote her email and told her I really appreciate her work. And um, that I had looked in on the R. Kelly situation. This is beginning of January. Yeah. And um, I told her. I said you might be interested in this read I did. And she was like, give me a call. So I called her and she said, well, if you want to read and just send me money through PayPal, but I'm about to run out and get me something to eat. And that was it. Like, I didn't get a chance to get a reading or anything because I really didn't need one. But um, that's the only verbal to ver verbal to verbal communication or person to person communication that I've had with Alexis verbally. Um, but um, I'm like I said, lastly, in my comment, I. Alexis said, you know, I'm a Sagittarius woman, but I choose not, she chooses not to be a dark Sagittarius like the Joker. Well, I'm a Sagittarius stellium in the la the fifth Sagittarius placement that was not shown on my video. Proof I'm a Scorpio stellium and a Sagittarius stellium, both five placements, five in Scorpio and five in Sag. The fifth placement is the South Node because my North Node is Gemini or Gemini, however you would like to pronounce it. So the south node would automatically be Sagittarius. So that's five in Sag and five in Scorpio. So that's why I was able to pick up on her energy. Now, there are other people with Sagittarius placements, but, you know, Miss Sam Joe and Brene Reeds and all these other people who are acting like this bitch is rosy. I don't know who the fuck they're reading. They don't have to agree with me. They don't have to agree with Alexis. But I don't know who the fuck they're reading because the bitch is not rosy. Maybe they're picking up on her energy for when she first got with Nipsey. That's a possibility. So I'm not going to say they're totally wrong. Because they could be picking up on her energy from when she first got with Nipsey. Because when she first got with Nipsey, yes, it is true that she was not like that. Like I said, they turned that goddamn chip on or whatever the fuck she got. That MK Ultra shit. They, they did a code word. They turned on her altar and said, all right, bitch. Chop, chop. Get the job done. We let you be Miss Nice Girl. We let you be loving and supportive. Get 
get the job done and that's what they did and that's why she she turned on him i would guarantee you i would put man if i was a betting person i would put money on that shit but see people around him would know that people around nipsey family members their closest friends would be able to say at at some point that bitch switched i'm telling you and so these other readers that don't agree they don't have to agree but they picking up on a they're picking up on the other alter ego that's not dark they're they're picking up on i'll just say who she was before she got in the industry before she had her ritual done i'm gonna leave it like that all right now if i have some more notes i will come back but that's all i have for right now because i need to look into some of this stuff if you're interested in the iron fist and the asian influence in crime syndicates i think let's see let me see where the iron fist is so i can direct you properly <clears throat> marvel's iron fist is on netflix there are two seasons two seasons and in that show they used an old ancient artifact to harness spiritual energy and the bitch was tunneled underground. And the only way it was some kind of strange trapdoor and elevator. God damn it. That's exactly what Alexis talked about in that read. A strange elevator and trapdoor. She saw firefighters going down in there. She said, but you wouldn't know it was a trapdoor because it might look like a regular piece of grass or a regular piece of sidewalk. But it was a whole underground city or a tunnel area up under there. God damn it, they show it right there in the Iron Fist. Now, when I say God damn it, I'm not damning God. Because I don't call the Most High God. Because your God can be anything. See, that's, that's too vague. I stopped using that terminology years ago. There's the Most High and then there are gods. Under the Most High. So when I say God damn it, I'm not talking about the Most High. That's just a figure of speech. I'm not cursing god or anything just want to clarify that for those who are concerned but concerned but um in this show they show a whole secret area that the triads and the yakuza have tunneled out up under this building child some dirty shit going on in this mm, some dirty shit they even talk about in um they talk about deeds and life insurance policies and scamming people out of their inheritances just like alexis talked about in her read about how this alleged david gross does that he's got a whole syndicate crime syndicate where he does that where he gets people to sign over their rights and shit and the children and the mothers be poor and stuff and be he be getting rich off of people's death like allegedly now Alexis wanted to know if David Gross ever had any businesses in ATL. That's something I'm going to have to look into. Not ATL, Florida. I'm going to have to look into that. I got to take some time to do some deep diving. Hold on, y'all. Before I get off of here, just one second. Let me check something. I might have uncovered some shit right quick. Hold on. Y'all, I'm going to have to keep looking into this alleged David Gross connection to Florida because there's a David C. Gross who owns a funeral home in St. Petersburg, Florida, but 
um, that's a white man. So I wonder if David Gross is this man's real name, meaning the one connected to Nipsey. I want to know if if that's an alias, if that's his real birth name. Something, something give me the feeling that that's not his real name, that that's just a cover name. You know what I mean? Like an alias. A lot of these people in the industry have aliases. Bill Clinton, that's not his real name. Anderson Cooper, that's not his real name. Anderson Cooper is not a journalist. He's CIA. I proved that, I think, before. Uh, on I think I talked about that on my other channel, PSYOPs, Psychological Operations. Anderson Cooper, your deliverer of CNN News, whose mama is fucking rich-ass Gloria Vanderbilt, the Vanderbilts, railroad tycoons of Biltmore Manor, Biltmore Mansion in South Car in Asheville, North Carolina, one of the biggest homes in America. Yeah, the Vanderbilts, that's Anderson Cooper's mama, and Anderson Cooper interned at the CIA. Now, don't let these people tell you in the media, well, CIA is for international operations. We don't do work on the homeland on, on American soil. Yes, the fuck they do, and I'm going to leave it like that.